And so a local competition opportunity came up and I went for it mm-hmm. and I did it. And, you know, I didn't place in the competition or anything. But um, shortly after, my mom and I, we received a phone call from a producer on The Voice. Well. One day you're singing in front of your middle school. The next day you're singing in front of millions of people. It sounds scary. It sounds overwhelming. And it almost sounds like a dream. Well, the dream came true for Madeline Page, who is my guest in this episode of Saints Channel Studios. She talks about the crippling fear that she had, the stage fright, the feelings of self-doubt that she had to overcome in order to be able to put her best foot forward and step out on stage. And she's been successful ever since. She talks about how we can do that, whether it's singing, whether it's dancing, art, whatever it is. She talks about those vulnerabilities that we can really harness and be able to allow ourselves to be shared with the world, overcome our fears, and really be doing the things that we were meant to do. That's this episode with Madeline Page of Saints Channel Studios. I have to admit, as at the onset of this, uh, I'm a pretty big fan uh, because you. you know I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, those singing competitions on TV, and you are no stranger to those. Maybe we start there. Yeah, I mean, I've had some pretty crazy experiences with doing singing competitions. Um, I started out doing singing competitions growing up. That's kind of how I got started singing and performing. Those were some of my first performance experiences. Um, and then when I was 16, I got I had the amazing opportunity to go on The Voice, which was incredible. Yeah. And um, I learned a lot from that. And I met so many amazing people. And um, before going on the show, I actually had stage fright. Oh, really? Yeah. And so <laughs> it was a really big thing, you know, for me to be on a stage like that in front of all those people. And, and cameras. All and, that pressure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So... I'm not really sure how I got through it, but I I was very blessed. So so you talk about that uh, you know you're you're 16 when you're doing the voice, but that you had done some singing competitions before that. Yeah. Let's let's go back to the very beginning. What was that like? And was it you saying, "Mom, I want to do this," or "Mom saying you're going to do this"? Um. At first, it started out, "Mom, I'm going to do this," um, because I didn't start out with stage fright or mm. you know those fears. I when I was first starting out, I was. Uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, no, no. I was 11 when I had my first performance. It was just a little talent show. Like a school or something? Yeah. Okay. It was actually at my church. Okay. Yeah. So that was my first performance. It was like my debut when everybody in my ward mm-hmm. discovered that I could sing. And so it was no longer a secret. You know, the secret was out. Mm-hmm. And I realized in that moment how much I loved singing. And I remember... My parents, they they discovered my voice because they heard me singing in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I was singing a Little Mermaid song, mm-hmm. and they, they didn't know it was me. They thought <laughs> it was like a recording, uh-huh. and it was around that time. And that was kind of just when it was discovered. And I just, I immediately had this love for singing. I loved it, and I felt passionate about it, and I knew I wanted to do something with it. So um, when I was 13, I started doing competitions just locally, mm-hmm. and um, it was a really good way to get myself out there on a stage and, you know, practice, uh, 
performing, mm-hmm. I but, guess. But sometime along there, you went from not having stage fright to having stage fright. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, going into high school, I I was going into this big high school with thousands of kids, and I was coming from a small middle school where there was like 50 kids in my grade. Oh, wow. And so I had a really established friend group there, and I kind of – I felt like I had a place that I belonged, and I felt like I fit in. Mm-hmm. And going into this high school – I was overwhelmed with how many kids were there. And it's interesting because the high school that I went to, most of the kids have grown up together, like from elementary school up. Mm -hmm. So they all just know each other and have their friends already, like literally 90% of them probably. And so I felt like not only am I new to this school, but I, um, I also... Nobody like knows me, and I felt like everybody else knew each other, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I had a really difficult time um, putting myself out there and making friends, and um, I started to kind of like close up, and I lost a lot of confidence in myself, and I, I just felt really alone. And so for my first two years of high school, I didn't have any friends at school. Mm. I, I was alone. That's a rough way to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was... It was really lonely. And every time, you know, the lunch hour would come, usually that's the hour everybody looks forward to the most, but I dreaded it the most because Mm. I didn't have anyone to hang out with, anywhere to go. I would just, you know, go sit under a tree outside and like just chill by myself or or just walk around, try to make it look like I wasn't, you know, the loner that I felt like on the inside. I mean, not to mention that like at that time, just anyway, I think everyone feels like even if they have thousands of friends, they still feel very alone because they're Mm -hmm. in that sort of teenage awkward, who am I? What am I doing? How did music help you in that time? It helped me immensely, actually. When I was a sophomore and I was in the middle of this, you know, this really dark place, I guess you could say, I sat down at my piano one day and I just needed to vent how I was feeling, you know, release those emotions somehow. And so I wrote, I wrote my first song mm-hmm. that I ever wrote, and it's called Irreplaceable. Um, and it, years down the road, it ended up being the first single that I was able to release. But um, writing that song helped me a ton. It was very healing for me. And um, it was just a way that I could get my thoughts and feelings out because at that time, I felt so alone, and I felt like nobody understood mm-hmm. how I felt. And at that point in time, too, I didn't really see the light at the end of the tunnel yet. And um, I was just over here feeling so insecure in myself, didn't love myself at, like, at all during that time. And um, it was just it was very healing to be able to write that and put my feelings to words, you know. So as you put the the feelings, the words are out there, did you then share that song or was it sort of a covered up, you know, you kind of kept it to yourself till you were ready? Yeah, I exactly what you just said. I kept it to myself until I was ready. And I mean, I didn't have a platform at that point either. So mm-hmm. I didn't think I was ever going to re- release that song. I, I literally wrote that song for myself. And so it's been really cool because it is released now and it's been really cool to see how it's been able to relate to other people and help other people. Because I know self-esteem and confidence mm-hmm. and feeling like you're not good enough is really, really uh, common, especially yeah. with young people. You know, the stage fright that I had, it came from all those insecurities. And I I mean, I was so in my head mm-hmm. and I was I had so much anxiety and 
socially, social anxiety. I just, even talking to people was terrifying for me. <laughs> and so being on stage in front of all those people, I would just think, uh, like, oh, I probably look so dumb right now. Like, I was, I, I've always been a perfectionist too, and I was ex- extreme perfectionist then. Mm-hmm. So I was just really hard on myself. Um, so the way that I went from, <laughs> that I made that jump, long story short, um, in my sophomore year, shortly after I wrote that song I was just telling you about, mm-hmm. I, I just, I was kind of just fed up and tired of letting my fears get the best of me. And I, I wasn't happy. You know, I was not happy. I, I knew I was hiding my talents mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And so I made a goal for myself that I was going to put myself out there no matter how hard it was. And so a local competition opportunity came up and I went for it mm-hmm. and I did it. And, you know, I didn't place in the competition or anything. But um, shortly after, my mom and I, we received a phone call from a producer on The Voice. Wow. And they had seen the video posted from that um, of my performance at that competition, it was posted on YouTube. So they had seen it mm-hmm. because the producers, they'll go and, you, you know, scout out singers to sure. invite to audition. So they saw it and they wanted me to come audition for the show. Wow. So I didn't, you know, put myself out there to to do it. I never would have in mm-hmm. that state of mind that I was in. It kind of just like fell in my lap, you know, the opportunity. And at first I cried. I was so terrified and just had a, kind of an emotional breakdown, really. Yeah. And I was this close to saying no. I was so close to saying no. What made you say yes? My mom had a big part to play in it, <laughs> honestly. She really, you know, she really encouraged me to do it. And, um, but also I prayed a lot about it. And I, I just felt on the inside, I felt very strongly like it would be a huge mistake if I were to say no. And I would always regret it, and I would always wonder what if. Yeah. So I went for it. Yeah. I took the leap, <laughs> and I'm so glad that I did because it changed everything. Well, and I have, so. to, I have to take issue with a little bit because uh, you talk about hiding talents, and you've been, we've been chatting now for a bit, and you have not yet, yet sung <laughs> anything uh, for me or you know, with me. So let's, can we do it? Can we have a little music? Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. I have a song called Body Image. Mm. And... I I wrote this recently, fairly recently, um, in Nashville, actually. And this is just all about kind of embracing who you are. And, you know, it's not all about the physical, but embracing embracing your beauty from the inside out. Because I, 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 I'm a very strong believer that if you're confident from the inside out, it will show through. Yeah. And you'll you'll be able to more easily love who you are. And be confident. So this is body image. Did you know you're a temple, glittering gold? Whoever told you you're anything less We should address the voices in your head Better yet What they say you should be We were taught to bury deep What we've hidden underneath Secrets we're not born to keep Oh, oh Mirrors, cameras, everyone Likes and hates and comes undone Nothing lost and nothing won 
Nothing one oh, oh. Imagine me loving me What would that be like? Reflecting everything I could be If I tried To see my own strength All the beauty that's inside Cause I live in it And I could fix it And this body As we've talked about your journey, you kind of uh, you lead us into when you start competing on those national television shows. I would imagine that the journey has continued since doing those shows to where mm-hmm. you are now, and especially within that song. Yeah. How how have those demons or those struggles continued, and how have you been able to come out conqueror over it, or have you? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, going on The Voice didn't just magically solve um my my issues with being confident and it it gave me a lot of confidence because it pushed me so far out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and it showed me what I was capable of doing and that I was capable of doing something I thought was impossible um but yeah for sure it's been a journey for me and it's still I'm still on that journey yeah. and I feel like being confident is kind of a lifelong like journey you yeah. know um it, constantly we're having to remind ourselves every day that we're good enough because there's so many things out there in social media and um, other, you know, other outlets that cause us to compare ourselves and not feel like we're, you know, living up to a certain expectation. And I definitely have felt that a lot. You know, after coming off The Voice, I came home and I came off like, you know, this high, yeah. you know, I was just on the voice, like this huge deal, this big deal. And I came home and I still had another year of high school <laughs> and I was like, okay, 
what's next? Um, and I was very, very fortunate and very blessed because um, I, I received some really great opportunities. Um, and I started working with Desert Book shortly after getting off The Voice, and they pr- they produced um, and, and released my first EP, mm-hmm. my original EP, um, and also my single, Irreplaceable, that I wrote. So that was when I was able to release that, that mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier. Um, and I remember Desert Book, they, um, they put me into a circuit called Time Out for Women and Time Out for Girls. Mm-hmm. And basically at those events, I speak and sing. And I remember I had another one of those moments where I was just terrified going into it because I had never done public speaking. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a singer. Like, I never thought I would do anything like that. But um, I remember one of the first events that I did, I had, like, a an anxiety attack before in, oh my, my, in my hotel room. I mean, I was just terrified. I was so nervous for it. And um, it ended up going so much better than I made it up to be in my mind. Mm-hmm. Usually that is the case. Yeah, always. But um, – that's another example of a moment that gave me confidence and taught me, oh, I I can do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, ever since I've 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 done a lot of speaking events like that. I've done all sorts of different kind of performances and um, shows, and it's been incredible the experiences I've been able to have, the people I've been able to work with. But it's definitely been a journey of like rediscovering myself over and over again, not just as a, as an artist, but as a person, you know, (laughs) discovering who, who am I and who who do I want other people to see? If that makes sense. Uh, Recently, uh, obviously not being able to perform because of, of a pandemic Mm -hmm. and uh, not being able to tour and do do those sort of things. I know for a lot of people, it's been a particular struggle. How have you, how did you handle that? It's been tough, you know? I mean, the positive side, I'll start with that, is that I get to focus more on the creation of my music, and I get to take a little bit more time to do that um, and take advantage of n- the time that I would be performing and, and putting that into, you know, being in the studio. And I'm currently working on my next album nice. and my next original stuff, so I'm really excited about that. So that's the positive side of it. Mm-hmm. But definitely it's it's tough missing out on all those performance opportunities. And as an artist, you know, I'm I'm my own boss basically, and so this is my job. This is my main only career. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, performances is, are a really good source of income and things like that. So, it's been it's been tough and it's been an adjustment for sure. You get the invitation to uh, audition for The Voice, and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you essentially have to prepare a song and then go into it? Or how does that work? Basically, you have, um, you have a period of time where you can choose what song you want to do within you know, a list that they give you. Okay. So it's a list of approved songs. It's like a couple hundred maybe, mm-hmm. and you pick like five or six from it, and then you send, them, send it to them, and then they pick they pick it. Okay. So actually, interesting story. The original song they picked for me, it was it was a song by Ellie Goulding. I can't remember exactly what it's called. But, I mean, I remember 
looking at the lyrics of the song uh-huh. and I didn't feel super confident singing those lyrics, just what they were singing about. How come? You didn't align? Was a little bit adult, I mm. guess, because I was only 16. Right. Um, I took a risk actually because I didn't want to be like a, a diva or anything like that, but I emailed a producer and I asked for um, a song switch and they ended up picking Titanium, mm. which is the song that I ended up doing. Wow. That's so, pretty. That's a pretty bold, courageous... You keep telling me that you don't have courage and all of these things <laughs> seem like it just screams courage. I don't even know where the courage came from. I mean, I do, I do. It, it comes from, you know, Heavenly Father. He blessed me for sure, but... I think back on it too, and I'm I'm honestly mind blown that I <laughs> got through it. So, do you think you could sing a little bit of Titanium? Sure. You want to try it? Sure. <laughs> you want to try it? Yeah, I got to remember how Titanium goes. That's the one about I am Titanium, right? Yeah. Let's go. Just putting you on the spot. Obviously, we won't do the whole thing. <laughs> Where would you start, and I'll follow you. Um. What key were you doing it in? It was a little lower. I, I feel like I do the original key, though, actually. I think. I don't think I changed the key. But I can't hear a word you say. I'm talking loud, not saying much. I'm criticized, but all your bullets ricochet. You shoot me down, but I get up. You shoot me down, bulletproof, nothing to lose. Fire away, fire away. A ricochet, you take your aim. Fire away, fire away. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. That's great. Never before <laughs> and maybe never again between the two of you guys. <laughs> I know. I, that was fun. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's such a story of courage, and I know we keep coming back to this, right? But just to continue to do it, there's so much pressure on you. Now you, you mentioned that you've been going to Nashville and writing songs and, and putting together an album in the time that you have and, mm-hmm. and all of these things. It's easy to just quit. Why don't you? Good question. Because uh, there's know, lots easier jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of challenges that come with being a singer and a performer and also an entrepreneur, too. Um, I don't quit because I love it. And I don't quit because I feel like it's what I'm meant to do. And because I know there's a purpose behind everything that I'm doing with music. And it's for those reasons that I... I don't quit, even on the hardest days. So, What's the purpose? My purpose for me Mm. um, is to make people happier through my music and to inspire them. And I want to show that I can put out, you know, catchy, relevant, uh, current 
pop music, but that I can do that without sacrificing any of my standards and um, I can do both. Yeah. I want to show that you can do both. So, yeah, and I want people to feel good when they hear my music and to uh, be able to relate to it. And that's that's what I'm doing with my new music, actually, that I'm, I've been writing and that I'm working on right now is it's going to be very, very real and raw, very real, because I just want to be real with my music. Want to share some so. more? Share some more music? Let's do sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. You pick. Let's do Bleed. So, um... This song, I've, wrote, I've written it about um, how all of us, you know, we go through hard things. Everybody goes through hard things in life and trials. And sometimes it, feel, it can feel like we're so alone and nobody else understands what we're going through. And so we keep quiet about our problems and about the things that we're going through. We keep it to ourselves mm-hmm. and we're, I guess, you know, bleeding on the inside. And we, you know, we'll mask, mask it with a smile and, and act like everything's fine. And I mean, truly some of the, some of the people, um, that I know personally that have had the hardest trials are also some of the happiest, Hmm. interesting enough. And at first, um, at a first like meeting with them, you would never guess what they're going through or what they have been through. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of, I wrote it about that concept. That's kind of what inspired the song. And, uh, you know, it's, it's okay for those that are afraid to get help and feel like they might need it or want it. It's okay to reach out and to, to ask for help because you don't have to do it alone. Staring into the mirror Wishing I could be anyone but me So obvious to me now These demons that nobody else can see I wonder if my friends know that I cry When they're at a party and I'm sitting at home I wonder if my friends know that I lie I think that I'm happy but I'm drowning Say, I don't wanna be the one that's breathing better now. I can't even see nor hear nor speak. I'm lost in the I keep running from me, uh huh, running from you, uh huh, from what I feel, uh huh, to myself it's not real, uh huh. Bleed, I'm bleed, I'm bleed, I'm bleed in To me, yeah. What would happen if I let them in my walls? If I told them I was bleeding, I wonder if they'd even care at all. I wonder if my friends know that I cry when they're at a party and I'm sitting at home. I wonder if my friends know that I lie. They think that I'm happy when I'm drowning inside. I don't want to be the one that's bleeding, bleeding out. 
can't even see nor hear nor speak I'm lost in my heart I keep running from me uh-huh, running from you uh-huh, from what I feel I had some myself it's not real uh-huh. bleed I'm bleed I'm bleed I'm bleed on to um, know the story that you have and then be able to hear so much of you come out in the things that you sing? Is that ever difficult? Because if someone maybe doesn't like the song in a way, they're almost rejecting you? Or how do you, how do you feel? Yeah. It definitely is a vulnerable thing, you know, to put music out there that's so personal. And it's kind of scary in a way. Because, I mean, especially with my music I'm writing now, it's the most most me that my music has ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it's really vulnerable. I mean, it's like you're letting thousands or however many people are going to hear the song in into your heart, kind of, into a part of your heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's always that fear of rejection. There's always that fear of what if they don't like it? What if um, I get, you know, negative feedback, whatever. But ultimately, um, I, I'm more excited when I, when I get to put out music that's super vulnerable, especially with where I'm at in my life right now. Because I, it's very healing for me. It's very healing for me to put music out there that I'm, I'm hoping will be able to help other people, you yeah. know? So, yeah. I'm hoping I can talk you into one more before I let you go. Yeah, totally. Should we do it? Yeah. So, um, this song is very personal. <laughs> um, I This is actually the first song that I wrote of all the songs that are... Actually, no, Body Image was written first. That's not true. But this... I kind of went a few months last year mm-hmm. without writing anything. How come? I was going through a lot in my life, a lot personally. 
um, and in my family life. My parents actually got divorced last year. That's hard. And it, yeah, really, really hard. Um, and it was really unexpected. You know, I've had a totally normal parent situation and family situation all growing up. And so it was, it was out of the blue, mm. never would have seen that coming and um, kind of shook my whole world up. Yeah. And so I went a while without being able to write. I just couldn't get myself to do it because I was in such a emotional state. I mean, usually they say, you know, that's when you should write, mm -hmm. but I would try and I just, I, I couldn't get, I was too emotional to really think straight and to really think how to put those emotions into a song. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, this is the first song that started the snowball effect of all the other songs that I've written since um, and kind of open, reopened that door hmm. of songwriting for me. Um, so this is called Enough. And I wrote this about my parents' divorce and about um, – it's kind of like – telling a story it's written in an analogy mm -hmm. um about just the divorce and and the situation and um it's a very emotional song so <laughs> yeah it's very personal but uh i'm excited to share it Did you find it enough, 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 yeah. A princess searching far and wide to break the spell Couldn't change his mind in this fairy tale Soon enough she realized Although he's near Looking deep into his eyes He disappeared And on and on and on he chased His heart far away Losing sight of what he had And why he should stay And though the kingdom loved him so And she gave him her heart all along she wished to say Can't we restart? Oh, why do you forget 
What do we have right in front of us When you have the bestie Not enough you want what you don't have When you have all you'd ever want Tell me, did you find it enough? Uh, enough? Uh, enough? Uh, enough? Once upon a time in a kingdom far away There was a knight who lived happily And sitting by his side She loved him endlessly Those times were good just as they should be Wow! That, that, is, that is a lot of, of weight, knowing what that, that song comes from. How are you, how are you able to sing that? that- <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> honestly. I mean, I, usually when I sing it, I get pretty choked up. So I kind, of, I kind of have to like separate myself from the emotion to a degree, just mm-hmm. so I don't burst out in tears every time I sing it. But it's, yeah, it's very, tugs on those heartstrings for sure. And such a great resource to be able to have that heal help you heal through the process. Mm -hmm. What sort of advice would you have for someone who feels like they've got that inner voice, that that talent within, but doesn't have the courage to to let it be shown? I would tell them not to let their fears win. Um, Not to let their fears control them and their life. Because I did for a while. And it's not, it's not a fun thing. And it, holds you back and it keeps you from being able to reach your potential. And I would remind them that they have their talents and, and they have their voice and only they have their voice and they have it for a reason. And there's a reason uh, and, and a purpose for how they, how and why they should share it. Um, and there's, you know, who knows what people they could touch and help. So I just want to kind of remind them of that. How would you recommend that they even start? Doing something to go out of your comfort zone, I would say. Uh, I'm, I, I've never believed that I'm a good dancer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's always kind of just been like this fear of mine, you know, that I can't dance. I can't dance. And that's what I've always told myself. Um, and I, I just recently had to learn a dance for a music video, mm-hmm. very outside of my comfort zone, very outside of my comfort zone. But I did it, and I, I, in the moment, I, you know, I switched those negative thoughts to positive, and I told myself, I can do it, I can do it. And I'm a strong believer that everything is very mental, and if you tell yourself that you can do something, that you can. Hmm. So it turned out to be a way more fun experience than I thought, and. Um, I wasn't as bad as I thought I was. <laughs> so I would just tell them to, to do something out of their comfort zone and to tell themselves that they can do it. Because if you're saying that you can't, you're just living in that negative space, you know? 
So I've thought as we've been chatting, there's no way that I could sing with you. But hearing oh, what you no. just said, I'm thinking maybe we could give it a shot. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll have I Jack help us uh, on the guitar. Uh, let's do I'm a Child of God. Okay. You know that one? Yeah. Let's do it. sent me here has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear lead me guide me walk beside me help me find the way A huge shout out to Jack Murgis here playing the guitar and backing us up. And thank you so much. Thank you. You're amazing. My pleasure. (laughs) 